I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode five of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about police opposition to efforts to stop NSA spying. One of the bills I'm working on right now is an Alaska measure that would end state material support and resources to any federal agency engaged in warrantless mass surveillance. SB 13 has a lot of backing, especially from everyday Alaskans. I mean, who wouldn't support such a bill, right? Why would anybody want their state government to support a federal agency violating their rights? But there is a significant opposition coming from one group in particular, cops. The Alaska Peace Officers Association and the Alaska Association of Police Chiefs both sent letters to the bill sponsor expressing opposition to the legislation. The AAPC said, quote, While we will always follow the law and strive to protect the rights of the public, we cannot support legislation which serves to sever or limit our relationships with fellow officers who are adhering to federal law. It is crucial that state, local, and federal agencies maintain the ability to share resources, cooperate effectively to protect the citizens of Alaska. If you really stop to think about it, their whole argument is kind of dumb. SB 13 is meant to stop state support of mass warrantless surveillance, something that is by definition unconstitutional. In other words, illegal. So the Police Chief Association is saying, hey, we don't want to limit our partnership with fellow officers adhering to federal law, so we can't support this bill banning partnerships with fellow officers who are breaking the law. The bill's sponsor actually drafted some amendment language that clarified the bill was targeting, quote, a federal agency that is involved in the routine surveillance or involuntary collection or storage of bulk telephone or email records or related metadata. The cops still opposed the bill. Last week, I had the opportunity to testify during Alaska State Senate hearing on SB 13, and I directly addressed the law enforcement opposition. Here's what I said. Alaska law enforcement has expressed opposition to SB 13, saying that it will reduce cooperation with federal law enforcement agencies. It is my understanding that amended language has been drafted to clarify that the legislation only prohibits state support to federal agencies involved in routine surveillance or involuntary collection and storage of bulk telephone or email records without a warrant. 
This should eliminate any concerns voiced by law enforcement. Continued opposition amounts to an admission that they know, or at least suspect, that they are cooperating with agencies engaged in illegal, unconstitutional surveillance. Otherwise, they would have nothing to oppose, because this law would never have to be implemented. The refusal to cooperate only applies to bulk warrantless surveillance. If the feds aren't doing this, then law enforcement has nothing to worry about. The committee should be aware that we know from documents obtained by Reuters that the NSA regularly passes information to police through a formerly secret DEA unit known as the Special Operations Division. These cases rarely involve national security issues. Almost all of the information relates to regular criminal investigation, not terror-related investigations. Documents also revealed that the feds encourage state and local police to create what they call parallel investigations that hide the actual source of the illegally collected data. Former NSA Technical Chief William Benny called this practice, quote, the most threatening situation to our constitutional republic since the Civil War, end quote. Perhaps that explains any continued law enforcement opposition. Or perhaps they simply fear that rocking the apple cart will jeopardize federal grants, asset forfeiture money, or access to military surplus equipment. Either way, we should not sacrifice the most basic right to privacy on the altar of cooperation. So that was my testimony regarding police opposition to SB 13. I wish I could say this type of opposition from the law enforcement lobby was unusual, but it isn't. It's the norm. The Montana Department of Justice killed a similar bill earlier this year, making the absurd claim that state refusal to support warrantless surveillance by agencies like the NSA would keep them from catching child pornographers. And it's not just bills trying to stop the NSA that draw the cops' wrath. The law enforcement lobby comes out against almost everything we do at Off Now and many of our measures over at the 10th Amendment Center. They oppose any efforts to end or curtail the drug war. They oppose measures to stop states from enforcing unconstitutional federal gun laws. They oppose prohibiting cooperation with the feds and executing indefinite detention without due process under the National Defense Authorization Act. Yes, that's a real thing. They oppose reforms to asset forfeiture laws. They oppose any restrictions on their cooperation with the feds, even when it comes to cooperating with federal actions that violate the Constitution. A few months ago, I wrote an article criticizing policing in the United States. Understand, I was not taking aim at individual police officers, but was focusing on policing as an institution. A number of readers took issue with my refusal to support law enforcement, saying I shouldn't blame cops for doing their jobs. These defenders of the police argue that cops don't make the laws, so therefore you can't blame them. One police officer put it this way, quote, Police are not lawmakers. They are law enforcers. If you have a problem with certain laws, take up your grievance with your legislators. Cops can't enforce laws which don't exist. End quote. But you see the problem here, don't you? Institutionally, cops support the laws they enforce, thus perpetuating the police state. Here's the thing, and I touched on this in my testimony at the Alaska hearing. Police departments want the grants. 
They want the asset forfeiture money, and they want the military toys. The federal government created the militarized warrior cops we find lurking in cities across the United States today, and those institutions now obediently bow down before their masters. When police lobbyists publicly oppose bills that end material support for federal agencies that spy on you, claim the authority to detain you without charges or trial, or that try to enforce laws that infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, they always couch it in the rhetoric of public safety. It's to protect the children. As if their ability to catch perverts hinges on their continued ability to cooperate with indefinite military detention and mass surveillance. I'm sorry, I don't buy it. Not for a second. It's not about public safety. It's about power, and it's about money. As long as law enforcement leadership primarily focuses on the war on drugs and the war on terror, with all of the goodies and cash that comes along with those wars, and insists on supporting the federal government in its unconstitutional actions, the institution will remain deeply flawed and, quite frankly, dangerous. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. I really appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10th That's michael.m-a-h-a-r-r-e-y at 10 Thank you again for listening.